Welcome to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. Let's Bet is about sports betting, sides, totals, money lines. I've been betting sports professionally full-time in Las Vegas for 30 years. I'm going to show you how I do it. Preseason football starts this coming Thursday. Are you ready for some football? Woo! Joining me, my co-host, a guy who is always ready, Jacob Cannon. Ready, willing, and sometimes some people even call me Abel. That would be a first. I'd like to know who that person is. <laughs> That'd be me. I like it. We'll be checking back with Jacob a little bit later on in the show to reach out to us. A couple of things you can do. Email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. Another way to reach out to us, our toll-free number, listener line, 866-966-4599. Again, 866-966-4599. Now let's get started. We talked about preseason football starting this coming Thursday. The sports books in the islands as well as Las Vegas at this point, they have not posted any sides or totals, but it's just a few short days away. I would like to talk to you today about some of the winners and losers post lockout free agency. Okay, we're talking about teams that have improved their chances as we prepare for the upcoming season and a couple of teams that didn't quite fare so well. First, the losers, the Oakland Raiders. They lost a star defensive cornerback by the name of Namdi Asamwa. Okay, this guy is one of the top three corners in all of football. The Oakland Raiders also gave up their tight end, Zach Miller. This is of interest because the Raiders actually took a step forward last year, improved considerably, but now they've taken two steps back by giving up those two star players. The New York Jets, I think, too, they gave up. They lost a defensive back by the name of uh, Dominique Cromartie, who was a flat-out outstanding uh, defensive player for the Jets. Now, New York, they've gotten to the AFC Conference Championship game the last two years. I don't see that happening this year, namely because of the New England Patriots. It's tough to get to the championship game if you don't win your division. I give the Jets a ton of credit because they have gotten there in the past as a wild-card team, but it's just a tough, tough road. Now, let's talk about some winners for the post-lockout free agency period. Teams that have improved their chances. The Carolina Panthers, they need all the help they can get. They kept most of their players. Uh, Cam Newton, the gentleman they just signed, the rookie, took a little bit of a pay cut in order to keep some of these marquee players. So the Carolina Panthers, it would appear they've improved their chances. They have a long way to go in that very challenging NFC South division in the NFC Conference. Another team, the Rams, they've improved their team. The Detroit Lions started to make a move last year. It's, this is not a comedy show. I'm talking the Detroit Lions have improved their chances in the NFC Central, even though it's a rock-solid division with the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears, and, of course, the Minnesota Vikings. Another team in the AFC that improved their chances, the Houston Texans. Though I expect that they will challenge the Colts, Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts, for the uh, division lead for this upcoming season. But one team, more than any other team, really has improved their chances for the upcoming season. I'm talking about a team in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. Remember this team from a year ago, they went into the playoffs and they were favored to beat the Green Bay Packers. 21-16 final, the Packers won the game in Philly after Mike Vick threw a late forced interception. The Eagles were banged up late in the season, so the talent is there. But they've improved their team considerably during the free agency period by picking up three of the top six free agents, namely the guy from Oakland, uh, Namdi 
uh, Asamwa, which is a challenging name to pronounce, but Asamwa picked up from Oakland, again, one of the top three corners in all of football. They also picked up the stud from the Jets, defensive back, pro bowler by the name of Dominique Cromarty, and they picked up backup quarterback Vince Young. What has Vince Young ever done? He's a winner. University of Texas, all he did was win. Tennessee Titans, all he did was win. So Vince Young will be holding the clipboard for Mike Vick, but if Vick goes down, it's nice to know you have a great backup quarterback in Vince Young. So the Eagles, the Las Vegas Superbook at the Hilton, they've gone from 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They've been bet down to 6 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, which is of interest. I look at that division, the NFC East, and I think the Eagles, based on talent, it's cake as far as taking the Eagles. I look at every team in that division, and I just don't see, I, I, I don't think they have any chance of, of beating cake if you will. When you talk about the Washington Redskins, the New York Giants. <laughs> Scott Whitney, the producer, is having a good time back there. <laughs> We're going to take a quick station ID break. When we come back, it'll be time for Let's Bet answers your questions. Hey, I'm Al Man. <laughs> is that how you get them to do that all the time? <laughs> Just sit there and be an ass, is that it? <laughs> hey, I'm Al <laughs> Hey, I'm Al Mancini at Top of the Food Chain. You are watching the Vegas Video Network. We got big forks, big spoons. I got a big mouth. I got no guest. Welcome back to Let's Bet. I'm your host, Scott Pritchard. We're live every Friday morning, 11 o'clock Las Vegas time. It's time now for Let's Bet Answers Your Questions. This is where we take comments, questions off the listener line, 866 966 4599 or from the email let's bet at vegasvideonetwork.com jacob cannon what do we have uh one question that is pretty prevalent you just touched upon it uh van wrote how much have the lines moved since the first round of free agency is kind of settled interesting question uh, we touched on the philadelphia eagles for the most part the win total for the eagles has been bet up from 10 to 10 and a half now you may think wow that's a half a win it's not a big deal but it is a big deal. The Eagles at this point going from 10 to 10 and a half, I think for one, even though they're in a challenging division, challenging schedule for the most part, I see this team winning 11 games or more. I'm always leery of high profile teams that get a lot of publicity. I tend to buck the trend, go against the public, if you will. But in this case, I would be hard pressed not to be on the Eagles to win because they're going into the season healthy and they have backups for the backups, a la Mike Vick being the starter, and of course Vince Young coming off the bench in case, you know, it's something that's extremely difficult to forecast injuries. But even if Mike Vick goes down, I mean, Vince Young is more than adequate as a backup. He started in this league for many, many years for the Tennessee Titans. Next. Quick question from the live chat. R. Flavin asks, do you ever play Super Bowl long shot bets early in the season? Back when the Rams, we're 350 to one at the Mirage. I wish I would have stepped up and just bet a token $1,000. But the St. Louis Rams, I remember going into that season, they had a quarterback by the name of Trent Green. It's not a coincidence that the Rams, that year where they went on to win the Super Bowl, Trent Green was going to be their star quarterback. He went down in a preseason game against the San Diego Chargers, and I remember thinking, wow, the Rams are certainly going to be improved, but I want nothing to do with this team now that Trent Green went down and some no-name stiff from Iowa by the name of Kurt Warner is their backup. 
Kurt Warner went on to become the MVP of the league, and the St. Louis Rams won the Super Bowl. I was at that game when the Rams beat the Tennessee Titans by seven. Actually, it was by four, and of course, the Titans came up just one yard short. It's a very, very exciting game. But yes, I'll, I'll, oftentimes, I actually had the Tennessee Titans a few years ago to win, that was the same year, the, the Tennessee Titans to win the AFC Conference Championship at 25-1 to 1 going into the season at Caesars Palace and 50-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Presented a nice hedge opportunity, but man, oh man, I would have been a genius had I seen the Rams. They came out of nowhere. And one thing to keep in mind, strength of schedule when betting a future long shot for football, very, very pertinent because it's been documented that the St. Louis Rams that year, coming out of nowhere, they had the second easiest schedule in all of football in the history of the league, second only to the Miami Dolphins of 1972. Jacob? Great. Uh, last week you touched on who's going to make money in the AFC. Who's going to make the money in the NFC? This comes from Mark. Well, you have to think in terms of there is a difference, my friends, between a team that will do well and a team that will actually get you the money. For instance, last year, the Detroit Lions, 7-1 ATS against the spread the first eight games of the season, and the St. Louis Rams were 6-2 the first eight games. These teams are ugly sister teams, if you will. So you'll want to look for underrated teams. On the other side of things, a year ago, the Dallas Cowboys, high-profile team, Jerry Jones, the owner, said, listen, the Super Bowl's in Dallas. We'll be hosting the game, and my Cowboys will be there. Fact is, they started out 1-7 ATS against the spread. So again, you have to see it, obviously, before it happens. Now, as far as contenders for the NFC, obviously the Green Bay Packers, a team that made it to the Super Bowl a year ago. The Packers, if they somehow, someway are seeded 1 or 2, remember last year they were seeded 6 in the playoffs. It's very, very challenging for the, any team to go into Green Bay and win at Lambeau Field. Now, the Packers went on the road. They were only 5-3 and three regular season. And then they went on the road in the playoffs and got to the Super Bowl and won on a neutral field. I think the Eagles obviously will be there. I think the Packers will be there. But again, there's a price and a number for everything. So obviously the Eagles and Packers will practically be favored in just about every single game that they play. And so that's why you really have to dissect either taking the points, being an independent, or riding the wave, so to speak. Because again, wins doesn't mean that they're going to be a very good ATS against the spread team. So obviously, do your homework on a weekly basis. My friend Jacob and I will continue to be giving out opinions on games every Friday morning right here at Let's Bet. Next. Uh, another quick follow-up from the question from the live chat. Uh, kind of piggybacking on what you talked about before. Is there any strategy for picking like baskets of long shots. I know you talked about strength of schedule. Is there anything more to that, that you can pick a basket of a long shot to win the Super Bowl? The thing you want to look for, it's tough to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl. I always, if you're looking at a future play, I always go for the AFC or NFC Conference Championship game as opposed to the Super Bowl because only one team will win the Super Bowl out of 32 teams. But in a conference game, remember, you have a distinct home field advantage. When you make a long shot play, you want to look at a team that's preferably, I had the Seattle Seahawks a few short years ago at the Venetian at 17-1 to to win the conference. Flew up there for the game when they played the Chicago Bears in the divisional playoff game, and then they hosted the Carolina Panthers. Neither game was close. It was great, 17-1, to not a bad return on investment to win. It had to do with the fact that they were in a weak, weak division, Favorable schedule, good solid defense. They could run the ball with Sean Alexander, Matt uh, Hasselbeck, decent quarterback, and a distinct home 
field advantage. Now again, there's a difference. I bet that team to win the conference because they have a distinct home field advantage. Come the moment of truth, you want to be favored. You want to be favored because it presents a hedge opportunity where you could potentially middle the game. So when I bet futures on football, I look at weak division, because worst case, you'll be seated one, two, three, or four, but ideally seated one or two because you want that first round buy. Very, very important as we progress. Next. Uh, last question kind of comes from me, and this might be a little bit off the cuff. Uh, I've got a, an email the other day that there's going to be something called the first annual Vegas Video Network uh, Invitational. And uh, I just want to kind of know who do you think is going to walk home with this amazing trophy? I would say whoever has had the most to drink will certainly win because this would not be based on talent. Now, are we talking miniature golf or are we talking serious golf? And is there a difference? Uh, there's, there's debate about that. Some people call it miniature golf. Some people call it putt-putt. But it will not be a full 18 holes of golf. This will be golf played uh, outdoors on a miniature course. Knowing that the person who has the most to drink will have nerves of steel. That's who my money will be on, which obviously would mean the executive producer, Scott Whitney. That's who I'm going with. Fair enough. Great question. And that wraps up uh, questions and answers for the day. Back to you, big guy. Thanks again, Jacob. Great having you with us. Let's bet you can catch us live every Friday morning, 11 o'clock Las Vegas time. Keep in mind all the shows on the Vegas Video Network are simulcast. Actually, you'll broadcast every Friday night from 6 to 10 on AM 1400 Radio, KSHP. Be sure and check that out. For my friend Jacob Cannon, Jacob, you have any parting shots? Uh, there is just one last question here in the chat. Somebody named Wayne uh, wanted to know why, why the door was locked to the Vegas Video Network Studios. <laughs> You're getting a little too personal. But we'll maybe address that next week. But for just to be on the safe side, keep it locked. <laughs> Jacob, once again, great having you with us. Check us out live every Friday morning, 11 o'clock. Reach out to us, listener line, 866-966-4599. That's 866-966-4599. Keep those questions and comments coming. Email us at letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. That's letsbet at vegasvideonetwork.com. Check out my site, pritchardspicks.com. That's pritchardspicks.com. For Jacob Cannon, Executive producer Scott Whitney, I'm Scott Pritchard. Great having you with us. And once again, I'll leave you with the words my first wife left me with as she drop kicked me to the curb. Good luck and goodbye.